What up, doe, everybody? Welcome back to Daily Upside. I'm your host, Keena Rivals. Working really hard this morning to get this episode to you guys out early. I got this segment. It's Morning Bins. If you haven't signed up for it, you should do so. And like over the last couple of days, it's been coming out like at 12 o'clock, 12.30, 1 o'clock. So yeah, today I got up at 6.30. The grind doesn't stop. I'm going to get these guys to you out before noon. So yeah, today's episode is going to be super short because we're actually doing a two- part episode today. That's right. I'm dropping two podcasts. We got Daily Upside, and then we're going to have more of the traditional podcasts. I'm trying to come out with those every Friday. You know, if you've been to OG here, then you know what those sound like. And this is one of the favorite segments by Sell Hold. I'll talk to you guys a little more about that later because I'm going to need your help with that. But first, let's get into this NBA news. They are talking about the Atlanta Hawks, and you guys know how I feel about Trey Young. You guys know how I feel about Atlanta. It's my second home. I've never been there, but it's my second home because I rock with the Hawks. And yeah, they're talking about upgrading the roster. They have money to spend and they're going to spend it. The first line of this, like this article really blew me away. It said like during the, the, this, the small off season that we have, the Hawks have actually gained cap space. They came into this having a lot of money and now they have more money. So that's going to be super exciting to see what they do. And right off the bat, we see Ray John Rondo here. They're looking for a backup point guard. I mean, they've, they've got depth at every position. You can see they got Trey Young. They got Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, John Collins. Clint Capella, and all they need is, you know, a backup point guard, maybe a backup shooting guard. I mean, I feel like Tony Snell can kind of fill that role. Cam Reddish can kind of go there when DeAndre Hunter goes there or goes there. But, yeah, they're looking to spend some money, looking to bring in a backup point guard, maybe a backup shooting guard. And I just really like this rotation, guys. I mean, look, Trey Young is going to be all time. I, I don't know how you guys don't see it. He has the potential to be a 30 and 10 guy in, in a way that we've never seen before. Like that's gonna blow. That's just gonna that's just gonna blow us all away. Like if Trey Young's out there dropping thirty points, ten assists at 22, 23, 24, 25, like that's that's MVP status. Like it's it's everything we we saw in in Trey and Steve Nash and and Stephen Curry together. So really excited about that. And if the Hawks add more pieces, that's just gonna be more people for Trey Young to pass to. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna score in threes and he's gonna rack up assists. And they are building a solid, solid core. I know this sounds crazy, but one of the things that I want to do on this channel is start playing like NBA 2K. And I want to play 2K. I want to stream it. I'm still figuring it out. And I want to like stream prospects and kind of show you guys uh, how 2K gauges these prospects. Sounds crazy, but it's a lot of fun. Trust me. And anyway, I've kind of played around with it. And every year, Trey Young's MVP. He's like 38 points, 10 assists. Obviously, these are video game numbers, but it kind of shows you when you, when you put his numbers in a system and his style of play and what he can do compared to everybody else, it's kind of hard not to not to pick him. And I know you guys are going to come for me. Like, Trey Young's never going to be an MVP. He can't play defense. You're crazy. Look, I get it. Maybe I'm a little biased. I'm just telling you guys how I feel. But, yeah, that's kind of what today's episode about. It's about Trey Young because he has been on a tear lately. His cards have been going insane. And I think they're going to keep going up. I really do. So let's get into some NBA auctions. We see here yesterday his Revolution Galactic ended. I had no idea this auction was even live. We were talking about Revolution yesterday. We were talking about Galactic. And this is why I think a Revolution is going to be a really, really good set because it has that Galactic card. I mean, this one went for $8,000. That's a new all-time high. I think I lost the BGS 9.5 Galactic of Trey Young for like $3,500. Kind of bummed out about that now because obviously they're they're worth some money. but. Yeah, um, I, I think this is going to trickle down to his his base card, to his cubic, his fractal, 
all those different parallels. And, you know, every, I don't know if you guys know, but every revolution car has like its own little print. So every parallel has its own like little background. And, and, and that just adds another layer of fun to, to buying these. So I think that's going to be something that, you know, people are going to look at $8,000. I believe that's a new high for Trey's Galactic. He's just hitting new highs across the board. Another card ended here, and that was his Panini Contenders Red. This one's obviously a really nice looking card, kind of matches his jersey. Um, I told you guys Contenders was going to be huge. I mean, it's it's on card auto, a beautiful set, condition sensitive, super limited. And yeah, this one went for $3,338. I think long term, that's going to be a steal. I mean, that's that's right up. That's not even like his Prism Red. His Prism Red like doubles that. So I think that these are going to continue to trend upwards. And whoever got this card early, number 2149, is probably going to be happy with this pickup. Even though this card has doubled in price over the last month, they're probably still going to be happy with this pickup. So yeah, those are kind of like the two cards that are, you know, kind of doubled in price. And then, and this one here is just insane. I mean, I guess it's also doubled in price, but that's his national treasures. Um, I don't know what's what's going on with Trey Young, but people are really high on him. Just out of nowhere. Just Trey Young is just going crazy. $45,000. His national treasures was going for like 15, 20,000. I'm not going to lie. It was a card that was on my radar. I, I kind of bought some, some lower end high end cards, if that makes sense in hopes to flip them to eventually get to the national treasures, but that's probably not going to happen now. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to afford this card. I might have to do like a GoFundMe. Let me know if you guys are down with that. I, I really want this card, but yeah, 45,000 is a new high. I think it went for like 28 or 29 prior to that. I know some went for like 22. And then the BGS nines are going for like 15, 17, 20,000. So, I mean, insane amount of money, guys. I think it's going to keep going up. I really do. Um, these modern cards, like it, people love them. You know, you can get a Kyrie National Treasures for like $5,000. Granted, it's numbered to 199. Granted, it's a horizontal card. But Trey Young's 45,000. He is up there with the elite players and rightfully so. He's elite. So let me know what you guys think about this auction. I think it's insane. But, you know, again, only 99 of these made. Only a few are going to grade Jim Mint. And have you guys noticed, even though there's like this whole BGS scandal going on, which is which sucks, but, you know, it happens everywhere. A lot of high end cards is just are just graded with BGS. Like a lot of the rare cards you see, the Prism Golds, the National Treasures, I, th I think when it comes to high-end cards, people trust BGS more. Now that sounds crazy, but that's what I've been noticing. I think I think seeing these these, these quads and kind of seeing like where the card grades at is, is something people want when it comes to super super high-end cards. So let me know what you guys think about that because I've been noticing it quite a bit. It's, it's also the autograph. Like in BGS, we we respect the autograph grade. In PSA, we don't even get that. Like no one's grading autographs with PSA. So yeah, if this was like a BGS 9 or 8 autograph, this card would be diminished in value. So I feel like BGS for high-end cards is a play. But we'll we'll look more into that later. Last but not least, we have a card that I was really excited to see in. Uh, a good friend of mine who I chop it up with on Twitter, he actually owns one of these. And yeah, this card went for $17,000. I believe the last one sold for ten thousand, which was which was kind of high at the time. So this one's really rare. There's only there's only twelve PSA tens. I think there's only twenty of these period in, in circulation, and, and you know there's only there's twelve graded PSA ten. It's 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 a rare card. It's it's going to go down as one of the most sought after you know rookie cards of the modern era. Um, 
And I, and, I, and I like this card because to me, this is like Prism's courtside silver. You know, this is like the rare, uh, you know, uh, card that that's almost untouchable. And in this price bodes well for me because I own a Trey Young courtside silver and I feel like the sparkle and the courtside silver are, are kind of going to go hand in hand. So like if, if I was to sell my courtside silver, I'll be basing it on something like this because they're similar in terms of rarity and they're, they're similar in terms of just, you know, appeal. So super, super nice card. Uh, really happy to see Trey Young get some love and, and I, I think he's going to keep, keep going up. And that's why you see stuff like this happening. I mean, I thought I was going to win this auction. I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to bid up to $2,500 for this card. And I was like really confident. And then I didn't even, I didn't even get close. I didn't even make it to the last day. This card's already at $4,150 and it just keeps going up. Everybody in the discord is like, yo, what's going up? I, man, cause we, we, when, when this like came out, when it got listed, I was like, Hey, in Immaculate's listed, let's see what happens because I didn't know what was going to happen. And you know, what's happening is what I projected to happen, but I honestly didn't project it to happen this soon. This is a two-color patch, um, raw card. The the PSA nine sold for four five thousand four hundred and ninety nine. I wouldn't be surprised if this one hits this price point as well. Based on the math that I did, this should end somewhere between uh, six and eight thousand dollars. I know that's kind of a huge gap, but it's a it's a big card and it's not a lot of data. But based on the comparisons, this should end somewhere between six and eight thousand um, dollars. Maybe not so much with the patch or with the bad picture. Maybe that won't won't uh, hurt it as well. Um, probably should have some additional angles here, you know, to kind of show the condition. I'm going to do a, a video about that. Just like showing you how to increase your sales on eBay. Cause I think that's a video that needs to happen now that we're dealing with these higher end cards, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're trending upwards. You see the select court side is also trending upwards. Um, nearing, nearing $2,000. Isn't going to happen. We don't know. We'll find out tonight, but it's getting there. And look, this is the time to start looking at Trey Young cards. Yes, they're at an all-time high for a lot of them. But if you believe in Trey Young, if you think Trey Young is like a 30 and 10 guy, these prices are nothing. You know what I mean? If, if, if you believe that. So right now, you're going to start seeing a lot of high-end Trey Young cards get listed. You're going to start seeing Prism Red. You're going to probably start seeing uh, just all kinds of crazy cards that are, that are super, super limited. I mean, people are going to try to cash out and get their money. Um, I mean, this this optic, you know, it, even though it's a not that great of a grade, we probably got, I see the white sparkle here earlier. We got a white sparkle. Um, we got mosaic cards listed. You're going to see a lot of high-end Trey Young cards listed because a lot of people got in low. They got in low and they're like, yo, this is 3X, 4X. Let me get rid of these. I'm happy with the money. And this is an opportunity for you to go in and super for those cards. You know, you can always get the prisms and prism silvers, you know, whenever you want. But if you start seeing like those rare cards, number to 100, number to 149, those contender autos, like that's going to be a rare chance for you to go pick up those cards. And you can see we're on page two here and we're still like new listings. People are looking to cash out. They're looking to grab some of that money because they probably want to buy some new prospects. They probably want to, you know, get somebody who's a little bit cheaper, some lower hanging fruit. And this is your time as an experienced investor to say, hey, I like Trey Young. I think he's going to keep going up. I'm going to go buy all these PSA 10 Donruss cards because I know you know, this is a, an opportunity to get five of these when, when that may not happen in six months. So just, just kind of giving you guys some, some ideas in that regard. I mean, we even got a purple ice here. I love the ice cars, purple ice, red ice, blue ice, anything ice and prism, sign me up. Yeah, just wanted to kind of give you guys a report on Trey Young. I'm, I'm doing this for a reason because I'm going to follow it up with something else that I think is going to play out within the next few weeks. So hopefully that, that, that works for me and I'm right. But yeah, he's going up. I still think there's some buying opportunity with some of these rare cards. 
some of these cards, you know, are, are a little too high for me to buy. But, you know, some of the higher end ones, like the Impeccable that ended last night, that, that wasn't that bad at $4,000 considering how high Luca is or the potential of Trey Young. But yeah, guys, that's going to be it for this one. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you guys are big on Trey Young, let me know. Or if you're interested in another player, then don't worry. I have something for you as well. I know we got a lot of new followers here over the last month or so. One thing we like to do here is the buy, sell, hold segment. If you guys aren't familiar with that, you're going to love it. Essentially, all you have to do is head over to Instagram, to Twitter, and comment your favorite player here. And I'll tell you if you should buy, sell, or hold him. So if you're looking to invest in a guy or if you currently you know, have a couple of cards of a guy, I'll kind of give you, you know, my strategy, what I would do. For example, if you really like Colin Sexton, I would, you know, let you know if you should be buying him. Are the Cavaliers going to be good? Are they going to be bad? You know, I like to do these, you know, every month or so to kind of keep it fresh. So, yeah, a lot of new trades, a lot of new NBA news happening, a lot of new players looking to break out. So go ahead, head over to the Instagram, go ahead and comment who you want me to talk about. With that being said, if you guys have not signed up for the newsletter, I strongly, strongly advise you to. Also, don't forget that we're doing a giveaway for Panini Black. So that's only going to be to the people who are subscribed to the newsletter. There's no entry. There's no cost. All you have to do is subscribe. And at the end of the month, I'll pick a random winner. So go ahead and do that. You don't want to miss out on this community break. I'll talk to you guys later today. Happy investing.